Oof, it's been one hell of a week. I sure could use a previously on to catch up on Ghost on a Train. It's like Hecla was never here. Nothing was ever here. But you can see a blinking light on the spirit box. Spirit box begins to crackle peasy blue, showing some uh, events of the line. I recently fulfilled my duty as a walker, allowing the Emperor's will to inhabit me. Tattoo that I have, as I have come to understand, these digits indicate some sort of distance of the Emperor's will to me, though not by any metric that I could voice or even properly understand. That our numbers do not match, it seems likely that it is not His Majesty for whom you may be a vessel. You do not know how it works, and we have no clue who may know, then I fear it might be as Kral declared over the corpses of your family. Only the rats shall remember the will of the McKeels. As the splashing approaches, they're clearly not ghosts. Mermaids! Mermaids. But the evil kind, maybe! Mermaids! Calling it right now. And you're not gonna believe what's coming up next. After nature birthed the demons, the purest form of elemental life, the demons helped to bring many spirits of their own into the world. However, while nature slowly crafted and evolved humanity from scratch, demonkind lacked that creativity. Thus, they took inspiration from nature's work, and many human-like fantastical creatures shared the world with pre-cataclysm humanity. One such spirit is the Anva, or mermaid as it would be known in Akarosi. The sea demon Satara birthed them in rivers that flowed out to the sea, and her beloved children took after her in all ways but one. Satara is known as she who makes you see truth, and yet the Anva preferred to show beautiful lies. They were not actively malicious. The deception was of little consequence to them, but they yearned for beauty, and because they possessed the demonic indifference to mortal life, the mermaids did not care how many sailors were dragged to their dooms to find it. Surviving beyond the cataclysm, their hope for beauty over truth may now lead to the demise of the pride of Duskwall. on a train this is a podcast where we play ghost lines an rpg by john harper uh we'd like to uh welcome any new passengers who are just joining us uh, and also thank everybody for uh everybody who's returned to listen to us once again i am your conductor greg i run the game i am andrew anderson uh the child who yells through the top of trains you're just andrew what did, did you say your name yeah, I said Andrew and oh oh no, I'm Hannah. <laughs> I'm Hannah. That's my name. Yeah, they got a little lost in the sauce for a second. Yeah, sorry, lost in the fiction. I'm Guy. I play Pip. I still can't tell if it's more or less appropriate for us to go off the rails. <laughs> oh, I'm stupid. I mean, yes, you are. Is that like a serious one? Or are you doing I, a bit? No, I, I, if I was like off the rails. What does he mean? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone, this is stupid. He plays tricks. <laughs> it's so bad. I so also mean. got, I also got just a little lost in the sauce there. <laughs> uh, what happens? Seven. 
We took a five minute break. How do we lose all of that energy? Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. We have an energy. I don't know if it's the same energy, but it's certainly energy. Ugh. And I won't t- I'll talk to you guys later about like behind the scenes for the Chucky series where no! they talked about that exact thing. <laughs> But, was that at our audience or no? That's no. That, that's oh, that, unfortunately that's at, that's at us. <laughs> been, you know what? I'll tell you. We'll tell the audience. Stefan's been obsessed with the Chucky series. It's so good. <laughs> He's got. You know, hey, listeners. You know Chucky's got a queer kid. Gender fluid. <laughs> <laughs> Chucky the dog. That's right. From Child's Play. From Child's Play. Chucky the murdery doll. He 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 says at one point in the new series. Hey, you know I got a queer kid. Gender fluid, and it's just there's a lot of dissonance. And he's the kid, the kid he's talking to is is queer, and he's just like really, and like Chucky's like I'm not a monster, Jake. You know, I'm not a I'm not, which is like on the one hand, wow, Chucky, what an ally, supports this queer kid, but also just the delivery of this like cursed this this the serial killer soul trapped in a doll. I got a queer kid. The wildest part is just. That's been a thing since Seed of Chucky, and that was, like, 2009? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, they're capitalizing. I've never seen any Chucky media, and I think that we should not spend any more time we on this right not. now. The first one is okay. Uh, the rest of them are exactly what you expect. Yep, yep, yep. But I am Stefan. I play Drix, and, uh, you know, I, I do the thing. <laughs> Alright, uh, last we left off, the Lion Bulls uh, were up top as the Pride of Duskwall slowly crossed a bridge uh, between Isles um, in the Dagger Isles, uh, a separate uh, part of the Imperium, uh, a series of islands where uh, Daggerites live uh, on their own, uh, mostly free from any sort of Imperial, any true Imperial influence. There was a boat, a couple of Dagger Isles traders waiting for the... Uh, the locomotive to pass over the bridge um, as some uh, mermaids passed by. Mermaids of uh, from from myth seen here still alive and well today, even in this ruined world. Upon returning to the Pride of Duskwall, Andrew Anderson discovered the engineer Trevor, uh, bespectacled Akarosi man, unconscious and unresponsive, with a window open and a wet hand. We return. All right, so I'd like to roll an insight, but also when we left off, I think Stefan was doing something. Yes. So if you'd like to start with that. Yeah, I definitely want to like run to check on the passengers real quick. Uh, you get down there and uh, Crispy Rat. Crispy <laughs> Rat is like, Mamma mia, why are we a stop? I don't understand what is happening on this train. And as he's gesticulating, the keyboard guy's like, are they still in the hot tub? No, they've gotten up from the hot tub. They okay, were like good. pressed against I, the windows. I was very concerned Darn. because you shouldn't stay in a hot tub for more than an hour. Um, you see the woman who was dancing, well, walking to uh, imaginary music, tapping on the window rhythmically to the tips of like a wet finger mark left by the webbed hand of a mermaid. I suppose if you were a pedestrian, they might seem beautiful to you. <laughs> Yeah, the passengers seem fine. What does that mean? Mr. uh sees you sort of looking around the mission, Drix, and is like, Well, hello there, Drix. Uh, well, what seems to be the matter? Were you uh, admiring the, the mermaids? Oh, no. Well, yeah, actually, we, we you know, said, said hi. 
And no, nothing seems to be amiss in here. So thanks, Mr. McClaremont. Things are all right here, all right here. And, you know, as, as sweet as the air became, I, you know, I made sure nobody opened up any windows. Good, good. Some, some people, you know, you just can't trust people. It's just, it's just unsafe. We don't know how long that lasts. You know, I, I'll, I'll take in stride the existence of the mermaids uh, and their, their, their uh, survival into this day and age. But, you know, you don't know how long and if they've actually made the fog safe. Well, I mean, considering considering your whole deal, I figured you would be pretty open to, like, the possibility of things happening. Well, of course, of course, boy. Listen, listen, I, I'm i open. I'm hip. I, I'm an old dog, but you can teach me new tricks. And I can, I can teach you a thing or two, let me tell you. <laughs> Might take you up on that sometime, Mr. McClaremont. <laughs> I can't believe Trix is going to fuck Mr. McClaremont. <laughs> no! You see, wow. you see, this is a fatherly relationship here. <laughs> the urge to make a daddy joke is so strong. Yeah! Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> I will I will oh refrain because I do think it would make all of you quit the podcast. You've already you've already made a daddy joke. It's already in. You've already essentially done it. Yeah. Anyways, so Pip, what are you doing? Where would the manual control for the train be? It'd be in the locomotive. Okay. I think first things first is actually gonna go to Candace and let her know. Candace, the uh, older woman with a cigarette holder, she actually takes the back as you enter the office car. Hey there, McKeel. Candace, ma'am, you haven't heard anything from uh, from Trevor, have you? Ah, uh, no, no, I can't say I have. I, I assumed we were stopped and slowed because of the bridge. Uh, well, did something happen? The bridge is down, and we are not moving, so I'm letting you know that there might be some uh, some spookiness afoot, and... I will now go and do my job to handle it. All right, then. You, uh, yeah, you send a, a tube message back if you need anything. Right, oh. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Pip's gonna head towards the, uh, the locomotive. Yeah, I think you all kind of meet in the locomotive as Andrew is doing something. What's Andrew doing? I'd like to roll an insight check. Sure. Uh, that's a 10, plus I get my one extra question from Sly. So that is three questions. Sure. How many um, do you want to use right now, or you could hold? I would like to use two right now mm-hmm. the first is what should i be on the lookout for this is the first time we've rolled dice this session <laughs> yep yeah what you should be on the lookout for the train isn't moving which you know ordinarily it's easier to attract ghosts that way but also the bridge is kept down and there are these uh, dagger isle traders in their ships and they're starting to get up from below decks you know masks on and stuff because this is the fog and it looks like they're annoyed that you're in the way okay so you might have problems with them Interesting. Unless we can get moving. Number two is what's the best way to wake Trevor up? The best way to wake Trevor up is to understand why he's unconscious, because he's not merely unconscious. You think even the most powerful smelling salts uh, would not rouse him. I think I will, in that case, use my third question. With regards to Trevor being unconscious, what really happened here? You put a couple things together. The window was open. Trevor doesn't have a mask on, so likely it wasn't when the fog was around, probably when the mermaids were around and his hand is wet. Well, the only things splashing around and getting close were the mermaids. <sighs> Trevor. So the mermaids did something. Trevor. Ugh, damn. All right. So Trevor probably, uh, his hand is wet and the window was open, so Trevor probably like held hands with a mermaid or something, <laughs> and now he's dead. Not dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
I meant that in like the metaphorical sense. He's just unconscious. Oh, oh, yeah. You, you kind of scared me for a second there. Sorry, no, he's not. I mean, I won't say fine, but he's not dead. Okay. Yeah, he's breathing and everything. Pip, uh, you show up. You doing anything? Probably showed up to hear to hear this explanation as well. All right. Well, I think that the first priority should be to maybe get moving. Just so that we're not blocking the bridge. How are we going to do that? Pip looks to the the various knobs and dials and like switches and levers in the, the locomotive. This is a very good question. <laughs> okay, I'm going to send a tube message off to Candace that says, Trevor unconscious, do you know how to drive a train? <laughs> Maybe come to the locomotive. <laughs> yeah, there's no response. Eventually, Candace walks over and she's like, what's happening? Trevor, I mean, it's it's like I said, Trevor is unconscious. We found him here. Slap, she slaps him. No, I already tried that. <laughs> Scott, he's got two big hand marks, one on each side. Yeah, we found him here with the window open and also his hand wet. So probably, I again, my best guess is he held hands with a mermaid. Didn't go well for him. There were mermaids? Yeah, did you not see the mermaids? We don't keep windows in the office car. That way nobody knows. All right, well, there were what mermaids. What goes on in there? There were mermaids, and uh, they have done something with our boy. All right, then. Honest question, why do the windows open? That's a great question. <laughs> Because we're not always, we're, we're, sometimes we're at a station, and Trevor in particular needs to shout outside to people to let them know that <gasps> we're he, leaving. Can he open the door? It's it's faster to to hatch open a door. Like, what? I, I don't know what you're trying to say here. It's, I'm trying windows. to say maybe this wouldn't happen if we didn't have windows. Well, Trevor's the one guy who got, who's got opening windows. I'm sorry. All right. Well, great. Oh, yes. He's also the one guy who shouldn't have had his window open. All right, look, it happened. We should just let's let's talk solutions. She takes a, a big, big drag from the cigarette, exhales, and then goes, "All right, all right, all right." She she sort of rubs the thumb to her head. She a little too unenthusiastically pushes a lever forward, and you hear the noise of like the train like. Start to move. The mechanisms unlatch, and then there's a sound of the the train whistle, and the pride of Duskwall belches out uh, a mustache of fire and smoke, uh, almost like a short, angry like honk, like you know when you're driving with somebody, it's the angry honk at you, uh, and then it locks itself up. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. What was that? Train only works for Trevor. What? I don't know how it goes. I I thought I tried investigating it, but to hire a spark right to really look at this would have resulted in something more expensive than just keeping Trevor on. The train only works for Trevor? <laughs> you think I'd hire him to read a bunch of magazines half the time if I had any other option? I... I... <laughs> That just seems, that seems like a flaw in the design. Well, I it wasn't there originally. Wait, so... You don't just check out magazines from the Trevor Library like everyone else? Well, I... No, listen, he shouldn't be reading magazines. A proper engineer uh, should be should be doing things, but I don't know. 
I think that father of his, before he kicked the bucket, must have done something, canoodled with my train. (laughs) Is Trevor a train baby? Trevor's dad fucked the train! (laughs) For some reason, the train only works for Trevor. I don't know how he did it, but... What happens if we, like, put Trevor's hand on the lever? (laughs) And try and push it? Do you try that? Yes. Yeah, you... It unlashes again, starts to move, and then... Another angry burst of fire and smoke. Uh, and then things lock up again. God damn it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's not just his hand. The train only works for Trevor somehow. That's and it knows it. so weird and you should absolutely get that looked into. He wa- you know, You know how spineless Trevor is ordinarily. You know why they say pick your battles? I think Trevor picked one battle <laughs> and he's decided to lose every single other one and he's unmatched in this battle. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's some impressive job security, all I have to That's say. kind of some diabolical genius stuff, and you know what? Yeah, I kind of respect him. it. That's a spark boy move. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so we need to get him back. Okay, um, Andrew, you, you, you read those stories about mermaids, uh... Thunk, thunk, thunk! Okay, boy, where's the thunk coming from? Uh, from the window. There's a big a sticker, an oar or something. Slapping against the window. We can't open it. Uh, the fog is foggy. Candace <laughs> It puts on his helmet and steps outside. You see a smaller ship from the Daggerites there. And uh, they're like knocking a, an oar against the window. Yeah, we're working on it. Are you gonna move or what? It's, it's complicated, all right. Well, I see a train's not so complicated. The official Just Imperial go, Railways- go you were going forward up for a Official bit, man. Official Imperial Railways business. We're, we're working on it. There's technical difficulties. Technical difficulties, my shoe. It, it, did you happen to see where those uh, those mermaids went? Yeah, we saw them. Uh, why are you wondering? I think they took something from us. Stole something. While he's doing this, I'm going to write out a note for the pneumatic tubes and to the railmen and be like... We need a distraction with the daggerettes. Hold up, are you saying that you think one of the mermaids stole something? And that's why you Hey! So he's like climbing up, uh, clinging to the train, he looks in the window and he sees Trevor, and his nose is pressed against it. Uh, you can kind of hear this muffled through the, the window. Pip hears it a little clearer. He's got a mask, but like, his nose mask. Are you telling me that your man had the window open when the mermaids passed? Or can neither confirm nor deny your <laughs> suspicions. Oh, you got to be kidding me. All right. You think you got a spirit snatched? Mermaid snatched it right up, they did. <laughs> Wonderful. Absolutely brilliant. Well, this... I'm, I'm sure you can see the, the dilemma. Given he is our one that can move the train. The Imperial Railways has one guy who can use a train? We got one guy who can use this train. Is this very special? He's, he's uniquely qualified. <laughs> he um he 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 pinches the bridge of his nose. He says some words in language of the Daggerites. All right, all right. We need to pass across this bridge. It's too long to go any other way. And the mermaids couldn't have gone very far. Now, luckily for you, when a mermaid snatches a spirit, it's not to eat it or anything like that. They're just gonna kind of moon over it all creepy-like. <laughs> so we can talk to the fellas, 
borrow up a boat for you, and we'll just we'll try to follow the wake of the mermaids and get you get your man's spirit back. That's why gracious of you. I rightly do appreciate it. Uh, Pippic senses hand for handshake. You're on, like, you're on top of the train, so he picks up the oar and he sort of yeah. puts it in your hand and shakes it. <laughs> I slap Trevor again, just for fun this time. Yeah. Pip's, Pip's <laughs> gonna gather the forces, as it were. Who wants to go downriver to talk with some mermaids? I think we need Andrew because neither of us can speak Hadrathi. Oh, I'd speak such basic Hadrathi, but yeah, I'll come. How is the weather? Are you okay? I speak Duolingo Hadrathi. <laughs> Andrew speaks as much Hadrathi as I, Hannah, speak Spanish, <laughs> which is not very much. Como estas? Estoy, estoy bien. Muy confidente. Do <laughs> <laughs> you, you explain this to everybody, Pip? Pip explains the dealio. That's so stupid. I slapped Trevor a fourth time. A third time. <laughs> A third time, but a fourth time total. Yes. Honestly, save some of that for me, because... I mean, you're welcome to go at it. He's unconscious. He can't do anything. <laughs> he's he's going to wake up with a nasty headache. Well, serves him right. Pip gives him a wedgie. <laughs> See, I get the venting frustration, but that, that kind of hinges into un- uh, just, just, like, bullying. <laughs> it, listen. I mean... I've slapped him three times. It's getting to be bullying, too. We're, we're going through the Deathlands, and this lad opens the bloody window. <laughs> it's, it's literally like... I guess you got, like, two jobs. One's move the train, but the other one is like, don't fucking die! Well, yeah, he's also doing pretty badly at the moving the train job. <laughs> Currently, yes. I'm considering writing a formal complaint. Uh, don't do that. All right, let's just get in this boat, right? Three of us are going, I assume. Are we taking anyone else? Can we fit anyone else? The railmen show up. And you see uh, they've got some crazy device rigged up, and one of them has, like, a lighter. <laughs> Goldburn, we have brought here a bit of an, uh, just an improvised explosive device. <laughs> uh, it, it's a, a distraction. It, 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 no? No. I, one... Great, no, take it, take it. Great, great on like doing this. I will, <laughs> I will absolutely take this with us. But maybe, maybe for distraction, not, not, not a bomb. Be, uh, be very careful, Monami. This is a uh, highly unstable. Um, <laughs> I do not know how quickly this fuse will burn. It could be very fast, very slow. Okay, uh, understood. I, I will be very careful with this. But th- thank you. But the the Jaggerites are going to help us out. We'll be fine. We just got to, you know, make sure the train shit shape for when Trevor wakes up. Uh, wakes up? <laughs> what the, what the, what, the, what the happens to our, our good friends, Trevor? He opened, he opened the window. Uh, is, this, is this supposed to mean something? Oh, uh, some mermaids passed the train. Apparently, if you keep the window open, they steal your soul. And he opened the window. Because he's a dumbass! <laughs> Oh, that is uh, unfortunate, uh, but uh, consider uh, what a lovely way to lose one's spirit, a wonderful way to die, to perhaps kiss a mermaid. <laughs> Stop! I can't, I, I just, Michelle. It is a bit romantic, no? Stop! And I hate adults! You will understand when you are older. <laughs> no, I won't! Unfortunately, his uh, romantic dream is currently 
cramping my lifestyle. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need him to formally rescind his uh, his request. I check his lips. Did he kiss the mermaid? <laughs> now this is me, Greg, wondering, like, <laughs> should Trevor be allowed to kiss a mermaid? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. He held hands, that's it. I think it's one of those things where, you know how in cartoons you, like, lean in to kiss someone and then Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. And then she just... Yeah. Uh, actually, upon closer inspection, you notice uh, a bit of like swelling sort of in the center of his face rather than the sides where he's been slapped. You think the mermaid actually sucked his soul out and then gave him a good slap. <laughs> good for her. You know, the very soul. <laughs> All right, let's go find these mermaids. Yeah, the Zacharyles guys are, are there. They're set up. Four of them total on a smaller boat. All right, yeah, come on, come on. Hey there, hello. Mm. Greetings. Uh, I appreciate you doing this. It's, it's more kind of you. We're sorry that our conductor is a big dummy. Why is your conductor driving the train? Isn't that an engineer's job? Oh, sorry. Our engineer. It, listen, I'm 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 a child. I don't know what any of the train people are called. That's right. I couldn't help but notice that. What? That the 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 empire's it got child labor. Oh yeah. It's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's not ideal. I don't I don't love it. I, I started out being like, oh, this is cool, actually, but I'm starting to really not love it. Oh, hold on. Don't, don't ships and such have, like, cabin boys who are, like, younger? Maybe Imperial ships. We don't do that on the Jagger Isles. Although, it's great for young people of all ages to, you know, go out and sail. It's, it's, it's a thing we let people do, but we don't employ people on anything dangerous. How is it not dangerous to be out on the... to, like... The other Daggerites chuckle a little bit. Let's just say that we Daggerites have had our old ways for a, a good long while. Alright, um, I won't question it. You're doing me a kindness. You, you uh, appreciates it. Let's follow the wake of the mermaids. Um, and yeah, whoosh! They maneuver the sail. I do want to make sure you know, I did bring the bomb. <laughs> yeah, you guys are like in the back now as they're like sailing stuff. Amazing. Alright, everybody. Uh, the important thing is that mermaids... They're gonna like to just sort of moon over your buddy's soul over there. They miss how pretty the ocean used to be. So they're just gonna kind of watch through the way his mortal spirit ebbs and flows, which is not great because that ebbing and flowing is actually a spirit dying. <laughs> yeah, not ideal. It's suboptimal even. How long do we have before the spirit quote unquote dies? I guess not quote unquote, just dies. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. It takes about as long as it takes for uh, for a ghost to sort of rise from a body, so you got a couple days. It'll be real awful for him, though, I can promise you that. Well, let's try and save him the ordeal. Honestly, there's been multiple occasions where I've gone into the locomotive and my spirit has died seeing what Trevor's been doing, so... I can relate. He reads some weird magazines. Well, I'm not going to question that. <laughs> uh, from the Earth of Mouser Babes. What a weirdo. No wonder he tried to kiss a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't do Ain't that it. right, lads? And the other daggerites are like, right. yeah, yeah, never do it. <laughs> never, never. Too right, too right. <laughs> you want to keep an eye out for uh, coves and things. Caves and little underwater coves. They like to look at the uh, spirit above water. Sort of let it play uh, on, on top of the uh, staff. Gotcha. So can I get a roll from one of you? You're going to spot it regardless, but I think um, 
depending on your role, it might be like more or less advantageous. That seems like a steal, right? Staring at things. I would be happy to do that, especially because yeah. like I was going to say, like, as the anchor, like, I'm not really taking hits in this one. So mm-hmm. steal. I think I don't want to collapse, let go or give up. All right. That is a four and a six plus two. So that is 12. Righteous. Yeah, you do none of them. Keep your eyes out and you spot a cove. There's a glitter from the inside that you recognize from the scales glittering off of nothing almost. Just the faint light and the bioluminescence. You can do whatever you want to announce the cove's presence. Uh, I think uh, I'm, I'm going to do this dramatically. Pip takes his uh, lightning hook and just like points it in the direction and activates it just like that way. All right then. We'll take you a bit close. Tell you what. How about, uh, I'll go with you, and I'll take one of the other lads. Okay. What's your name? My name? Yeah. Me, I'm Germaine. Germaine. Cool. Yeah. With, with, with an R. Yeah, G- Germaine, with an R. Germaine. This here's my brother, Wyker. I see. Not really my brother, but, like, we're like brothers. I see, I see. You seem very close. Yeah, sure. When you sail the sea together... They're just like us. I can respect it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like maybe maybe like sailing is exactly as it's like kind of as exciting as like Arthur playing on trains. Maybe we could do some kind of uh, I don't know sailors on a sailor on a boat thing. I yeah, yeah. I suppose I, I suppose that sailing is is about as exciting as being on a train, only on a boat. We can go wherever we want, and you only go go on a trick, and um, you know we do trading for our own. Sales and you're working for an immortal emperor. Alright, it's not a contest. Hey, if it was, we'd be winning them. They, they can't go wherever they want, though. They have, they, they're, they're, they're bound by water. That's true, you can't go on land. Like, uh, goes, what's so great about landing? <laughs> 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 but you've sussed them. <laughs> Alright. Let's, let's go. So, how do you guys approach this cove? Do we want to be stealthy? Yeah, probably. How do we take something from individuals that are just fawning over thing? We should use our bomb as a distraction. It's a pretty fucking good distraction. God damn it, Craig, you got me doing it. <laughs> <laughs> we could also just, you know... Try and be sneaky, like fast. Go up, grab it, run away. Hope, hope Are we, we that fast? Does any of us have swift? I'm not swift, but I'm slippery. I'm. I got that three finesse. What we could also do. We could also do is uh, is a little. Yep, yep. Jiminy like comes up from. <laughs> Jiminy. Yes, right. I'm swift when I'm riding Jiminy. Yes. Yes, because Jiminy's swift. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Please let me do it. I want to ride my horse in the battle. Do it. Hell yeah. Yeah, Jiminy, okay. Jiminy uh, made his way onto the boat. <laughs> Thank you for specifying for me. All right, it's cool. I'll ride on my dorg. We'll go, we'll get the soul, and we'll run away. It, it sounds like a... Uh, <laughs> That's the plan. It's, it's, good, it's good plan. Yep. I have a feeling they're not going to be too happy about us uh, doing this, so... Well, I mean, that's what the bomb's for. Why not, like, run out the door and then blow up the door behind us? 
Do you know how long it will take to blow up the door? Explicitly, we do not. It'll be a roll. <laughs> I figured as much. Your roll, your roll will determine it. Stefan? But I do have an idea for that, actually. We could just shoot it with a lightning hook. That would do it. That would do it. Stefan? Mm-hmm. Don't fuck up. I won't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, shall we? Mm-hmm. Let's. Alright, so... You're going in first? Yep. I'm, I'm going to plant the bomb by the door as we walk in. Dun, 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 that's, so, that's as much um, as I'm going to do. Let's, for the sake of argument, uh, do an against the supernatural roll. Who is leading you guys against the supernatural? I mean, I'm going first, so probably me. Andrew. Okay. Have you completed your apprenticeship? Yes. You have the support of another gang. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah in the, uh, the sailors. So that's another plus one. Neat. You don't have every other roll, but you do have an anchor, so it's a minus one. Mm-hmm. Do all the other bulls swear to follow your orders without hesitation? Yep. Yep. Yay. Have you worked this line area before? You have, so you don't take another minus one. So in total, plus one. Yo. Nice. We've never had a plus before, I don't think. We you sometimes not. have. Whoa! We've gotten even. That's We've never nine. had a plus. Total. That's a nine total. You can pick one. Seize the initiative. Maintain an orderly disposition. Uh, or seize a particular opportunity or advantage. What does seize the initiative do in effect again? You go first. If you don't seize the initiative, then I'll describe them doing something as you show up. If you're, you tell me what you do, and then I'll have to describe in reaction to you. Okay, I'll seize the initiative then. Okay. I'm gonna... You're fast. Yeah, I'm gonna rush in on my dorg. So yeah, you rush in, and you see there are, like, a bunch of mermaids, like, some under, like, a little underwater, some, like, out of the water. They're all sort of mooning over this, this orb, and it's just, like, (laughs) and it's, like, it's floating, it's floating above the water, and there's, like, little ripples with every pulse. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to sprint in, take orb, sprint out. Okay, so so I think what you're sprinting in and you're like in the middle of grasping the orb. That's your opening move. Sure. So roll me finesse. <laughs> um, do we have lightning oil slash doesn't matter? Describe to me how you would use it. Alright, fair enough. I mean if you could describe to me no, how you use I it. No, I can't. <laughs> That's an eight. Okay, which one do you want to do? Quickly. Okay. Yeah, you zip in, you've got it. Jiminy's doing that that dog thing of like skittering like as he like goes to turn around. It's it's like shallow water and he's like hopping around. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're still like among the mermaids uh, as you grab it. Uh, Jiminy did like like stomp and kick at one of the the mermaids. They all gasp and they uh, they let out like a surprise scream and they all start uh, shouting out. Which is like, she spoiled it. Child betrays us. Oh, you child, you betray us. Treacherous child. Um, Sorry. In the drafty. They're clearly upset. Yeah, I figured. We need this. Uh, you two on the outside of the cave. Do you have anything you could do, do you think? You don't have to do something if you don't want to, but I'm just like, I'm, I'm extending the offer to you. I, I know Drix is setting up, or actually Drix's thing is, yeah, we'll just have Drix's thing is setting up the bomb. Pip, you doing anything? Pip is going to use finesse. He's going to try and distract the mermaids, finesse them into, like, looking over. I'm going to use a lightning oil for this by literally, rather than using it on myself, Pip is just going to, like, smash it against the ground, kind of like a flashbang. Nice. Roll. That is a six and a one. I got a plus one, so that is an eight. And with the lightning oil, a nine, but 
It's the same thing. What's the one that you do? I would like to do this stylishly or to greater effect. Uh, I, I would like greater effect, please. Of like, yeah. they their attention is drawn way away from Jiminy. Yeah. The greater effect, I think, even is that they go to look as the, like the ripples start to go because they feel the ripples first, and then it flashes and it sort of uh, gets all of them, and they're like. You've seen stars, and they begin to uh, lash out. And now, uh, Andril is in danger of uh, a couple of mermaid like claws and teeth that are sort of lashing around because she's like around them. Uh oh. Yeah, Andril. I would like to leave. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Does Andril get any bonus from the distraction? Should I like roll to to be out? So the distraction will prevent pursuit. I think. Okay. Cool. So I really like that, just like solving the problem of like the pursuit. They won't be able to follow you. But Andril is still in danger of getting like attacked and hurt now because they're sort of lashing out wildly now. Okay, yeah, I would like to just kind of run out of that tangle of people. Mm-hmm. Um, finesse, I guess, just to avoid to duck all the hands. Sure, sure, whatever you think. Can I use the lightning oil by kind of doing the same thing and tossing it behind me as? <laughs> sure, sure. All right. So that's a plus four total. Nine. I would like to avoid trouble, compromise, or cost. Okay, yeah, you toss uh, another one behind you. Shock two of them. He's at the mouth of the cave. Good. Since you didn't do it quickly. Um, you're now at the mouth of the cave. The mermaids are flopping and falling over themselves. I think some other mermaids not presently in the cove. The traitors on the ship are like spotting them. You see Laika and Jermaine. Time to go, lads. They're, they're like firing up a boat mounted uh, little deterrent, like a Tesla ray gun thing almost, but it's just, it's just gonna shoot some lightning, you think. Let's stop blue balling Stefan. Um, Andrel will be getting out from the mouth of the cove, but to get back to the boat, probably still have to contend with uh, some of the other mermaids that have not been banged. Okay. Because he did not do it quickly that one time. But, Stefan. Let's trap these. What are you going to roll to, to I assume, I, I can't assume, what are you going to roll to blast the bomb? I would think it would be, I think it would be finesse. He's going to, he's going to like start running and level his lightning look at it, jump and then like blast to try and set it off. All right. Sick. Unnecessary. But I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. But he's nothing if not stylish. And uh, yeah, he's gonna use finesse to, you know, hit that, hit that nice aim. Roll it. Rolling it. That would be two fours plus two. That would be a ten, baby. Yeah. Which one don't you want to do? Don't want to. <laughs> I do want to do it impressively, stylishly, and a greater effect. Yeah. <laughs> I know you do. All right, all right, all right. I do it quickly and I do it impressively and stylishly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it explodes. Um, trapping all those mermaids. <laughs> I think. Um, if you fuck me, I swear <laughs> to God, Stefan, I will kill you. <laughs> I think I'll be fine. I think I'll be fine. No, no, it won't be. Oh no, mom. So, some debris goes flying, pings harmlessly off of the anchor suit, uh, sort of vaporizes before your uh, barrier, Drix, your your Vulgarni barrier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Andril, you feel uh, a couple of rocks, like not like not painful, but just sort of like pound against your reinforced 
armor. But then you hear, you are as no. Jiminy gets hit by a rock. Stefan, I'm gonna fucking kill you! <laughs> and, um, yeah, That's and you, you sort of, you, you fall over. Jiminy's like, Stefan Lewis, you're fucking dead! <laughs> Jiminy, Jiminy's little, one of his back legs, he's like, whoop, 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 he's like, it looks like his head sort of hurts to stand on. Um, the other mermaids are approaching. There's only a handful yeah, of them. Fuck. All right, well... I'm not as fast, but I am still gonna run, I think, except now I have to throw my fucking dorg over my shoulders. Okay, what do you what do you roll do you think to move with your dorg? I would like to Can do- I assist with this? How? Oh god. So you're you're like approaching the mouth of the cave. I think uh Oh yeah, she well she's like past it at this yeah. point. Right, basically, there's like a, there's like a little bit, there's like a small area between where like the boat is and you guys. So it's like one one action for her. Yeah, to get her to get her there. I like I, I mean, I'd like to do the finesse bob and weave thing again, unless you need like another role for me to also carry Jiminy. I I think yeah, I think Pip's gonna rush in to take Jiminy so that you can focus on dodging. That's how I'll assist. Okay. okay. So. Sounds good to me. Finesse. Sorry about your dork. I hate you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hate you more! <laughs> that is... <laughs> Barely a seven. Uh, Barely okay. a seven. Oh, okay. oh thank god. Go ahead, roll Hannah. Yeah, Pip, Pip was like, you were like rushing past, like goes to pick up Jiminy. I'm gonna use another lightning oil, same as I did yep. before. And take a plus one. Oh, well, that, uh, 11 on the dice plus my three finesse plus- <laughs> You're fucking gone. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, there's a lot of pluses. We're good. We're yeah. good. Um, the, uh- I am- I- <laughs> Angel's eyes go red briefly seeing- <laughs> seeing Jiminy injured. <laughs> there's, like, the- the mother lifting a car off the kid rush of adrenaline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Jiminy's picked up by, uh, Pip. Andrew, yeah, you toss that. It uh, flashes uh, the other mermaids that are then uh, zapped a little further away by Waika and Jermaine. And uh, yeah, you guys uh, get onto the boat <laughs> and get fucking going! Jiminy! We here at Ghost on a Train would like to take a moment to bring you a message from our friends at Trials of the Apocalypse. Greetings from Trials of the Apocalypse. Trials of the Apocalypse is an actual play podcast telling one-shot stories in a variety of Powered by the Apocalypse games, rotating players and systems each time. More and more with every new arc, we tightly edit and master our audio, injecting it full of music and sound effects to immerse you in the story. Our stories are full of badass characters. I don't rinse the shotgun from oh, his hand. Oh, you cut his arm off. I take his hand. Complicated relationships. You feel a certain level of familiarity with it as the ghost chokes out the word brother. No! no! And lots of friends having fun. The door swings slowly open. <laughs> Diana, will you stop doing that? <laughs> We're trying to be stealthy right now. Every arc is independent from the others, so you can go back and listen to previous games in any order. Or come and join us for our newest, playing The Watch, a low-fantasy military drama of four femme-of-center heroes 
battling their own inner demons as they fight to push back the dark and manipulative forces staining their land. Find us in your favorite podcatcher. Just search for Trials of the Apocalypse. See you there. We here at Ghosts on a Train would like to take a moment to discuss Little Business Library. Little Business Library is an online directory of small businesses that allows consumers to shop directly so they never charge a sales fee. And instead of charging percentages to businesses, LBL is just $4 a month. But don't take my word for it. From the pride of Duskwall, here's the lion bull, Drix. Howdy. I've got a great idea for a small business, the 10-gallon tin. Andrew's helped me with the website already. Wonderful. Businesses have been averaging 106 clicks a week from LBL alone. What is 10-gallon tin? 10-gallon tin is a service where you get a tin that includes a new hat every month, along with some extra little goodies, like some spurs, or... Alright, we get it. You heard it here, folks. Use our coupon code LISTEN10 to list your business on Little Business Library. We now return to your regularly scheduled audio programming. Oh, oh no, Jiminy. I'm gonna <laughs> kill you, Drinks! I, I didn't mean for that to happen. I hey, consequences will be had for your actions. Blood for blood. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> blood for blood seems a little yeah, bit strong. I, blood for blood. I don't think Jimmy's bleeding too hard. <laughs> Andrel is just like superheated. I I think uh, Piff's just gonna like place a hand on Andrel's shoulder, just like it was very brave. Ugh. Thank you. Ugh, Trevor better. I'm gonna kill Trevor, too. <laughs> this is all Trevor's fault. Blood for blood, Trevor! Well, I, I hope that you felt everything. Genuinely. <laughs> this little spirit orb is still ebbing. <laughs> I hate you, Trevor. <laughs> I say to the orb. It ebbs a little faster. Like it, no, like, no. like it seems worried. Wait, not like, not <laughs> like that much. Out. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, God. I, I swear to the Emperor himself that if I come into the locomotive again and you don't have pants on, I swear, <laughs> I swear, three times is enough. Was was he in boxers, at least? Pip just, like, hangs his head, like, dourly, I guess. Oh. Because you can't Aww. see with the, the helmet. Uh, so... Yeah, you guys keep going, and Jermaine and Micah, like, Jermaine's like, sounds like your man's kind of crazy. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like your man's kind of crazy. A bit, of a, a, bit, a bit of a weirdo. He's, he's kind of a dork. I don't know why you're looking at me like that, oh, Hannah. I thought, oh, I thought you were doing a Riverdale No, part. no, no. Okay. Nope, don't worry. doing something else. False alarm, false alarm. False alarm. I was doing a Riverdale bit. The shame lies with me. It's infected you. Yeah, oh no, Thor. Oh yeah, yeah, listeners, listeners, remember that time Hannah accidentally did a, a Riverdale and she was like so <laughs> mad about it because me and Stefan watched Riverdale? Now Hannah watches Riverdale yeah, with I, us. I just straight up watch Riverdale now. It's <laughs> great. As one of our bosses has said, everything I learned about Riverdale, I have done so like against my will. Well, you know what? what? Everything I learn about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is against my will, so you guys have no room to talk that's, to that's me. That's fair. Correct. <sighs> you already, already does it. Boo. High key, one of our events could be explaining Riverdale to someone, <laughs> just for the fuck <laughs> of it. Oh, God. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, no, the, our, our live events should be, like, about the stupid shit that we talk yeah. <laughs> like people are like, oh, are they gonna play like a are they gonna play like a game? No, I'm just gonna explain to you all the JoJo references. <laughs> and Hannah is just gonna get progressively more upset. Yeah, I have to which, be there. Which JoJo character could beat could beat the Immortal Emperor? <laughs> <laughs> the answer wow. may surprise you. The fact that I immediately thought about it and it's like I want to say something okay, here, but we're, we're, go- we're, we're going, going. We're going. Come on, let's get back to the train. It's, it's super fly. Shut up. It's always super fly. <laughs> it's always it's always super fly. Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys uh, approach the train. The mermaids, too stunned by that last really good blast, uh, to, to to follow you in any way. All right, give you any spirit back, and then you can move your train. And hopefully, we won't have to see you again. Hopefully, but. Uh, I do genuinely appreciate it. Is if, uh, if you ever find yourself on the Imperial Railways and uh, anything the Pride of Duskwall can do for you, you fine fellas, just let us know. I don't suppose that I've had a particularly life-changing experience here, but it is nice that you guys actually came out and showed up to get your man's spirit back. Uh, you could have easily told us that it wasn't your problem, that your train was stuck. It was definitely our problem that our train was stuck. We also would like to move the train. You know what I mean, though. Like, a lot of other people would be like, oh, I just called. I, I just called. <clears throat> I'm trying to do an Imperial voice. I just called maintenance. <laughs> They'll be on their way. Amazing. Pretty good, eh? It's, it's, it's real yes. solid. It's quite that's impressive. Spot I'm not going to lie, that's pretty spot on. It's quite impressive, I must say. The layers to it. Yeah, what? yeah. I mean, I'm kind of into the plays, truth be told. Me and Wyke are both. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> so I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. If you're ever going to go see a, a future Jermaine and Wyke joint, <laughs> just, just remind us who <laughs> you are. Happy to do it. It's, it's a pleasure to meet some uh, some kind folks out just out in the world. All right, let's let's Trevor. Yeah. Trevor. Yeah, they they drop you off. That's kind of this scenario. How do we get Trevor's soul back in? Is it a suppository? No. <laughs> I had to make the if joke. If it's a suppository, Trevor will. Stay I had dead. to make the joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. Georgie's like pinching uh, parts of his body, like cheeks, Aww. and then like, and then like, and then like her parts of his arm. She's like knocking on his knees to see if he has like reflexes. Oh, you're back. So uh, I hear you. You got a spirit. Yep. Here you go. I don't know what to do with. Here that. I go. No, I. I just wave it around near him and kind of hope something works. As you like, carry it close by. Involuntarily, uh, his arm outstretches, catches it, and shoves it into his mouth. And then light returns to his eyes as the light that is the thing uh, sort of fall down and just. Fade into his chest. Oh, 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 oh. I slap him again. Ow! Oh, I felt all the other ones. Well, good. I felt them all at once. Don't try and kiss mermaids. Why'd you, why'd you open the window when we're in the middle Why of the Deathlands? Why did you open the window? We're in the Deathlands! The mermaid lady, the mermaid lady seemed to make the air clean. And she, like, came up, and she was, like, slapping the window, and I was like, hey, what's up? And I opened it up, and she said, she giggled and said something nice to me, and reached out her hands, and, and well, if anything, she tried to kiss me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Move the train! Move the train. Oh, the train stopped. Yes. I stopped the train when I fell unconscious. Okay. 
Well, maybe, or may. Did you know the train only works for you? He looks a bit panicked for a moment. Oh wow! Uh, like how 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 much? What? That's crazy. Move the yeah, train. Yeah, tried to move the train. I. We're gonna have words about this, Trevor. Sure, sure. We can have words about exactly how much you know about the train. <laughs> uh, and he pushes it and starts moving. Yeah, we tried to make the train move and it wouldn't. And Candace was like, oh, that's because it only works for Trevor. And we were like, that seems like a stupid engineering uh, decision. And Candace was like, well, nah. Yep, it's a, it's a dumb engineering thing, but it's facts. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> nope, nope, the way you're saying that makes me not believe you. What is it, it al- Trevor? It also sounds like a diabolical one. <laughs> Well, let me tell you this. Whether or not you believe me, that's all I'm going to tell you. Is your dad part of the train? I'm not Are you a tell train you baby, Trevor? Did your dad fuck the train? That's insane. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> that's a little... That's a little out of character Andrew, for Andrew. Andrew, do you know, do you know how sex works? How would did you? Know? I know no, 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 giving the talk to a fifteen-year-old. There's, there's a thing that goes in another thing. La 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 la. And la, the train la, has la. lots of things <laughs> that you can put things in. So it seems plausible. That is deranged. We, you've, <laughs> you've, we've thoroughly ruined you. We've thoroughly ruined you, Andrew Anderson. And for that, I'm sorry. Get, get out of the locomotive. <laughs> All of you get out of the locomotive, we're going, I, it's cool. You know what, actually, I do need to go sit down and think about this for a minute. <laughs> we're going to look back to the, the bullpen. Uh, as, as Pip goes, he just like points back and he's like, keep your pants on. As we're walking in, he's like, am I wrong about how sex works? Did I get that wrong? <laughs> you got the basic mechanics right, I just don't think it's possible with the train. Okay, what's the difference between... We'll talk about this later. Uh, and on that, I think we fade away from that conversation at some point. Um, as the Pride of Duskwall passes nonstop through the Irondale Lightning Barrier, through Irondale, continuing onwards towards Thorn. I'm giving our line bulls a little bit of free time on the train. This is a, this is a much lighter line. We want to take it easy after the last one. Anything that you guys want to do? I want to harangue Mr. McClaremont. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so Andrew, over the course of the, the journey from Irondale to Thorn, you head into the passenger car. see uh, some wild Severosi horses are running across the plains in the window. With their horrible eyes. Yeah, their eyes glowing in the dark. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, like, yeah. very, it looks very silly because Andrew is a young uh, a child. But she, like, carries Jiminy in and she's like, Mr. McClaremont, I... I did the medical stuff to help Jiminy. I, like, put a bandage on him. I Can we, like, pray over him or something? Oh, of course. It must be a very scary time when a girl's dog gets hurt. Yeah. I did not like this. I am going to kill Drake. Come here. Come here. He, like, he, like motions towards his, his knee. He's like, come here. Come yeah. here. And he, like, he, like, lifts you up, and he's like, there, there. And, <laughs> and she picks up Jiminy. Jiminy on, the, on his other knee. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Mr. McClaremont, what was your backstory with the 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 ecstasy of the sacred flesh, folks? Well, uh, uh, all right then. Um, 
Well. Yeah, no, I'm not leading into this. Just tell me, you said a bunch of really ominous stuff, and I would love to know what the deal Before is. Go on. I like to imagine that Mr. McLaremont is like six foot eight. So like, Andrew, despite being like you know, <laughs> almost fully grown, still just like looks absolutely tiny, just like placed on his knee. Yep. She's not almost fully grown. She's tall for her age, which is thirteen years old. She is also yeah. <laughs> AFAB folks stop growing at like 15? She's got another couple of years in her. She's gotta hit her spurt. Mm. Gotta hit that spurt. She might have had her spurt already. I don't know. So, uh, Mr. McLaremont is like, oh, all right then. Um, sorry, this is boring, Jiminy. And Jiminy just goes, then just sort of like nestles a bit. Pat, pat. Well, uh, I used to be Father McLaremont of the Church of the Sacred Flesh. As Reverend Declan said, um, and as I've uh, brought to you, but, um, well, I, uh, I, I did indeed go on missions, uh, not unlike the one that you, you participated in, mm-hmm. and, um, when I found the sort of thing we were doing to Daggerites, uh, and, but not, not only, not only Daggerites, but uh, Scovlanders, or poor folk anywhere, really, that, um, came to us for assistance, we would, rather than aid in their suffering, we would judge them for uh, their choices, blaming them for circumstance. Uh, and, well, the whole thing just eventually didn't sit right with me. That was when I turned to a more broad uh, understanding of spirituality. Um, when uh, faced with a life that is so assuredly singular, as you are aware, uh, I believe that religion really could have pivoted to uh, be more accepting of different lifestyles and circumstances, and we could have focused on making our short time together just a little better. Yeah. But um, even before the Church of the Sacred Flesh became ecstatic, there were problems, and... Well, when an organization begins to care more for preserving the organization than its members and the people it says to help, well, it's already too late. Mm. Uh, perhaps it was cowardly of me to leave instead of attempting to fix the rot, but... Uh, the church is expansive, all over. Many of the most powerful people will join because the church is so monolithic, and the church is so monolithic because so many in power continue to flock to it. It is a frustrating status quo that I am woefully under-equipped to challenge. I do feel that. Well, that was good of you to leave, I think. Oh, it was, it was good for me to leave. I have uh, felt much better about myself. Good. You're doing good stuff on the train. If only by helping my dork. Andrew, he gives a, gives a little, like, pat on the head. Are you fighting some status quo? Are you are you hurting? You speak with a, a bit of a burden to you. A little more than just protecting lives on this train. I mean, I'm not fighting anything, really, but... You having feelings? A little bit. I know I could get murdered for saying this, but I think the Empire is bad, actually. (laughs) I think the Emperor is not great, and I work for him. The Imperium is so full of problems that the only advice I can offer to you is, well, while we can't exactly just quit it, I just personally try my best to uh, do what I can. As I, I truthfully do not believe that uh, we'd have the opportunity to challenge 
this machine that makes up our entire lives. Mm. So long as there is an immortal emperor, which there will be always. This is a purely hypothetical question. If you could challenge it, would you? If I believe it would make somebody's short time on this earth better, certainly. Mm. But don't go thinking you'd be fighting all those battles. Because you'll get hair a little ruffle. Mm. Thanks, Mr. McClaremont. Jiminy, you you don't gotta be fighting all these battles. I- <laughs> Jiminy is a very... Do you ever think of... Sometimes I also worry that, like, Jiminy doesn't get any say in any of this, right? He's a dork. What if I'm making him do stuff that go against his morals? He squishes Jiminy's face in his hands and uses his thumb to, like, pet Mm -hmm. uh, the handlebar mustache. uh, And Jiminy's, like, tails wags wags a bunch. He goes, Jiminy, Jiminy, do you feel like you're you're, you're helping Andrew out against your will? (laughs) Oh, you, you like... You like helping Andrew? Uh, <laughs> Alright, you just keep doing that. You, you let her know if you ever if you if you ever feel against it. You let her know. He goes, yup, yup. Very cute. Extremely wholesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Tricks and Pip. Uh, what are you doing? First I have a little sidebar, but that conversation is the thing that Hannah Ross. Hmm? The thing I want that you raw <laughs> going raw on. Oh, Oh, it's a callback. It's a callback. callback. You went in raw. Hey, I did go in raw. Everybody write write that down. Write that down. The date this episode came out, Hannah Hannah went in raw. All right. I thought you were saying rod. No. Like R-O-D. Yeah. Okay. I I realized when you just like went in just like, just like, yeah, I'm just going for it. I'm just like, oh my God. I did very much go in raw. So, uh, Uh, drinks or (laughs) pippin. The I, the pip scene that I have is either going to be very co- comedic or very serious. So one uh, of the two, I do not know. Go for it. Go for it. Go I'm for still it. I'm still formulating my drink scene. Uh, pip goes into the uh, the luggage compartment, <laughs> like that sort thing, but also to interrogate every rat individually about what they know. <laughs> it's easier to interrogate them when they're not individuals. <laughs> Exactly, but like Piff is just like, come out! I know you know something. The rats are like at first scattering a bit, and then eventually they, just, they start the they, they, their tails begin to intertwine as they try to flee from you, uh, and suddenly uh, they stop and their eyes go white and they all turn to you and they say in one voice, "Whoa, Pip and McHugh, cool your cheese! You're scaring the, the, the giblets out of these rats. What's what's going on? You know something about me." That I don't know, and I would very much like to be informed. Well, I, I, I thought I thought that you did know. You're 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 purified. What does that mean exactly? Talk very slowly because I am slightly hungover. The collection of rats looks a little demure. Okay, all right. So truth be told, we don't exactly remember. <laughs> <laughs> that is only because. There's only so many rats here. <laughs> the king of rats is wherever there are rats. And there will always be rats. There always have been rats. But, but I can only remember so much when there's this many rats. So, so what you're saying is you, you need you need more rats. Yeah, I, I, I think we remember something. The rats remember uh, about you and why we call you purified. 
but it's years ago, years when we need so many rats. This is this. The amount of rats that we have not that we have not inhabited in decades for reasons that we've forgotten. Well, also, the rats only live like three years. Exactly. We're not. We, the king of rats, are not individual rats. We are a, a thought form built from all the rats. So we need to get together enough rats to sort of uh, turn the clock back on our memory. Well, all right. I, I'm, I'm guessing that maybe this was either something that you were a little bit early to pull the trigger on, or but like you're, you're really tickling the balls here with this. It's, it's, it's tantalizing. He is. It's just truth be told. You need to get uh, get us a bunch of rats. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll get you a fuck ton more rats. Like I need a lot of rats. In fact, you know, how about a tete-a-tete, Pippin McHugh? You first met us in a slaughterhouse. We know that uh, it is uh, your imperial tradition to uh, make your slaughterhouses out of rats and mice, but I don't give a shit about those. <laughs> ain't no king of mice. If there was, I, I, I'd pop him. On sight. <laughs> rats hate mice. The king of rats, wherever there are rats, and wherever there are rats, you will never see a mouse. Okay. Oh, oh, alright. Uh, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, give me a bunch of rats. Preferably from a slaughterhouse. <laughs> oh, oh alright. Oh. Free them all. Free them all, buddy. I'll do my best. Oh, this is gonna have all sorts of relationship. Complications. <laughs> Listen, if you want to know, what we know. I, I kind of want to know, but I'm, I'm a little incurious on account of being a, a thought form based on rats. It's, it's, it's true, I guess. It's yeah, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll fight. I'll free the rats. Well, of course. Yeah, just whatever, whatever you can get to it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of slaughterhouses, I know. <laughs> they'll, they'll call me Pippin Rattlesean. That doesn't work. <laughs> no, it's, we'll, it's, call, we'll call you O Purify. Pippin McHugh, O Purify. That's all you need. Yeah, it's, I was trying to do a thing, but like, it, it doesn't even work. It doesn't make sense. Whoa, was that a reference? I don't remember that. On account of being, <laughs> being only this many rats. Honestly, I expected there to be more rats here, I suppose, but. Alright, I'll walk yeah, on truth it. Truth be told, there's only about a dozen. They're very mischievous, though, I gotta say. Uh, 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 and these guys breed a lot. <laughs> they kill them, they right back up to 12. It's. Hmm. Alright, I. I'll thank you for your your quest, oh wise king of rats. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, you. you oh, go forth! Go forth, oh purified Pippin McKeel. And here, for undertaking this test, let us give on to you a boon! I'm gonna concentrate really hard. Uh, there's a crackle of electricity in the air, and there's a, a plate with a, a single triangle of cheese on the floor in front of you. And then the, the rats, uh, their tails disentangle, and they scatter. Just one of them steal the cheese. Yeah, one of them, one of them goes for the cheese. <laughs> cool. Pip takes the plate, I guess. Uh, Amazing. Nice. Tricks? Uh, Drix is going to go to the dining car. Uh, he actually wants to have a talk with Greta. You walk past, you see, uh, Crispy Rat and the piano guy are playing a game of cards. Are they he, playing uh, Too Old Cat? <laughs> too Old God, Rat? You know, we, we, we haven't watched Over the Garden Wall yet this year, no, and I just talked about it. 
I do I do think about two old cats sometimes. Um, <laughs> oh, we didn't watch it either. It's, it's this this might still come out in November. I don't know. But uh, you pass by and like crispy rat like puts a card down. It's like a yes, a shine again for a for crispy rat. <laughs> and he he gets a bunch of like star chip tokens. He rakes them over and the keyboard guy puts out an angry little boop 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 boop. So you get into the dining car and you see uh, the railmen all crowded around Greta as she's holding, like from the caboose, like an industrial torch. And she's very carefully torching a souffle. And they all give like a golf, a golf clap as she finishes. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Greta is, as Aurora would say, wife city. Wife city. Mm-hmm. Wife city. Uh, Drix, she's, uh, she turns to you and she's like, Oh, does that, does that impress you, Drix? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it, it seems like it'd be a hell of a lot of effort to put together. You don't know the half of it. Getting, uh, whatever these eggs are, well, it costs a pretty penny, and it comes with the fact that we don't know what kind of eggs they are. But it'll souffle like anything else. So they are bird eggs. Okay, alright, alright. Hmm. I'm kind of curious what kind of eggs they are, but I guess there's no way to really track that back, huh? No, no, not unless you, you, you prayed to a forgotten god and divined it with some, some knuckle bones or something. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know. Well, truth be told, I think it might be better not to know. Honestly, that makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> uh, that's, actually, that's, that's a little bit kind of what I wanted to ask you about. For the forgotten gods, like you divining things with knuckle bones, like is there anything, anything the forgotten gods can do to like? I, I, maybe I'm maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree, but like, what kind of things can you do with like calling to a forgotten god? I'm going to be right up front with you, Drix. I um, I'm I'm not a witch or anything like that. I don't know. I. On on a, on a day-to-day level, I, I well, I I've got this tattoo of the Lady of Thorns, and I like to you know you know I kind of I, th- I think about her, and you know it's it, it helps me through living living this life. Um, but uh, you ask a, a witch to divine you something with knuckle bones. What should I have for breakfast? Should should I stay with her? You know that sort of thing. Uh, and you know you in my opinion, I think you just sort of it. It helps you clarify things. I, I, I don't know how... You can never tell if somebody's, like, doing actual witchcraft, so I think it really just helps you focus. Think, Draw out what you're, what you're really thinking of. I see. But I, see. I think witches, uh, for the most part, they can summon aspects of the Forgotten Gods and have them do their bidding. Interesting. <sighs> well, it's not exactly bidding, as it is a god. It's more like uh, enticing them. You sort of let it loose at a problem sort of set up circumstances that they will more than likely act a certain way. But I'm sure a bad witch or uh, an evil one or something could. That's just the problem, ain't it? You, you set something loose and you don't know what it can do and then it takes over the world and... Yeah, um... Are you speaking, like, more than a hypothetical? Or is, is something <laughs> taking over the world? Uh, I mean, n- nothing that already hasn't. <laughs> uh, are you talking... Are you talking, like, the immortal emperor? Yeah, I just... It's one of those days where, you know, we kind of wonder whether the weight of, like, living under tyranny is gonna... (laughs) 
She looks around a bit and she does the like finger under the nose thing. Like the like I get get what you're saying. She looks around and sees that you guys are like uh, alone. The railmen are like happily crowded around the souffle. I'm a scoff. Uh, it's all too in our, our recent memory. In, in our each and every one of our hearts to remember what the immortal emperor did for us. And well you see it's tragic with, with Andrew, but she's a Ruvian. Uh, I think I think you're one of the only uh, other people on the crew here that really gets what it's like when uh, the Empire came into your home and uh, sort of forced itself upon you. Not that, of course, you were there, but, you know, it affects you. Yeah, I mean, you know, generational trauma, boy. (laughs) It's just kind of weird being here and knowing that, I don't know, it feels, feels like so much stronger than us and I just don't really know what to do. Well, it always does help for me when I when I light a candle and think of a think of the Lady of Thorns. If you want to entreat somebody I can maybe help you even if it's just to give you some internal strength. Eh, I'm always open to trying new things. <laughs> sure, Greta. Thanks. And you know, it doesn't have to be a forgotten god. You could, you could you know Believe in anything. Anything that'll get you through it. <sighs> yeah. I think I think I can believe in the people on this train, at least. That's good. This is a good, good train. A lot of other Imperial joints, they, um... Well, they seem a bit culty, you know? <laughs> Candace... Candace, she keeps it real. And also, the fact that she hires on such a permanent staff. A lot of other line bulls and chefs and even the railmen there. You know, they might get hired for only so long of a gig dropped at a moment's notice, line bowls when they get injured, uh, chef if they start to get old. It seems like around here people take care of each other. Yeah. It's kind of something, uh, something you don't find too often in Akaros, and uh, I guess I kind of missed it, you know? Yeah. And I guess I should do whatever I can to take care of the people on this train, right? Whatever you can. And we'll take care of you. Thanks, Greta. It means a lot. See you here, the real men are like, Mon ami, go down, come over here. We have a spoon for you to try this souffle. Ah, oh, that sounds heavenly. I, you know, I could just go for a, like a tall glass of sweet tea with that. Greta uh. <laughs> is furiously looking uh, for for tea. I could make it kind of hot. We don't, we don't. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's it's all right, Greta. It's It's all right. Jokio thinks that this is a crow egg, but I know for sure that it is swallow. I want you to take a bite and you try to guess what kind of bird lays, it, lays this egg. All right, all right, all right. I think now, now going in, going in without any any foreknowledge, I'm just gonna lay out a flat guess of a a, a, a robin. But but we're, we're gonna we're gonna try this and then we'll we'll see if we can get any closer. Think with the spoon in the pride of Duskwall approaches the lightning barrier to Thorn Yay. in Severus. Trix's hometown, yeah? No. No, okay. Uh, Cut that. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll explain it. Drix's hometown is Cullfield, mm-hmm. which is to the west of Thorn. It's the next stop to the west of Thorn. Exciting. Ooh. Hell yeah. So we're close. Going. We're very oh. close, which is uh, why Drix is getting a little... <laughs> yeah! Get a little antsy. We can have a little Drix, some Drix action for yeah. maybe the next Drix next action. couple lines if we can help it. 
It's a little, little, little bit of, little bit of Drix stuff. Things going on, you know. It's Drix's time. But yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. Layover next time, or rather, uh, what we're gonna do probably uh, this episode forty in the next two weeks, we're going to probably put out a, a another short story like the Burned King, and then after that, we might take hiatus. Uh, so that way uh, we can record some like Patreon stuff and also just the episodes and also so I personally uh, can like get a little bit ahead as far as the editing goes because I've been editing these things like getting them done the night before and that's not good. It's not healthy. I've got an entire job and stuff. Thank you. Han- Hannah's patting my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. The break will be good for you. Yeah. yeah. And it'll be good for you, the listener, because uh, you'll get some good contents. You can also listen to other podcasts on the Faustian Nonsense Network. Yeah. What? Yeah. Listen to other stuff. Broaden your horizons. We love you. We do love you. Yep. That's. I mean, that's a, actually that's dangerous to say. I love. I love the idea. That I love that we can. We can give you uh, some content to enjoy. <laughs> this is inherently a parasocial relationship. Is. It's, it's. No. It. It doesn't. It is. No. It's not. I don't know you. But I, I appreciate you. you. That's what we appreciate about you. Bye! Bye! (laughs) See ya! The Pride of Duskwall, once more making it into its destination. The passengers uh, away, the train unpacked of freight. Uh, There was only one thing left to do. And that is for the Lion Bulls to confer with Candace to officially be let on leave. But this time, the Lion Bulls of the Pride are confronted with a, a dusty old box. Gasp. Candace, the middle-aged woman, or an older woman, with a cigarette holder, lets out a cough not brought on by tobacco, but from the dust of the Pride of Duskwall's very own suggestion box. <coughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, Okay. Do you have coronavirus? I I don't even know what that is. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Oh. Now, uh... Is, is that the one where you grow, like, uh, it looks like a crown out your head? I don't know, maybe. I just said that. I thought that was the one where, you, where if you drink alcohol, you, like, immediately, like, barf it back up. No, it's the one where you guys uh, help me answer this suggestion. Right here. That's right. Somebody... That's an illness? <laughs> oh, God, it's, it's a symptom. And the disease are passengers. Well, that's not very nice. Yeah, once you've worked the lines long enough, young lady, you'll, you'll know. You'll know what it means. But uh, listen, let me, let me like, take a read of this one. This one looks pretty long. Uh, and it looks like the writer crossed out, crossed out some bits. They they got they got really passionate about this one, but they were they wanted to mercifully get to the point. <laughs> did, did they do it in pencil or pen? That's that's the fucked up part. We left an old pen. It looks like the pen's dried up. Uh, <laughs> pencil super broken. All that was left was some charcoal. So <laughs> she produces a very comically large piece of paper. Oh boy. Well, this is what happens when the suggestion box doesn't get any use. All right, to whom it may concern. My beautiful husband and I accompanied my supremely talented daughter from Akeros to Severos so that she could play at the Irondale 45th Annual Hollerin' Hootenanny. However, I was sorely disappointed in all caps. Okay, uh, this is going to be a good one. 
And it is my duty as a customer to explain to you why I felt this way, so that no one else will suffer as me and my family have. Wow, what a noble act. Yeah, Jane, you, you survived long enough to write this, so I think we did a pretty good job, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was aghast to realize that there was no observation car in this miserable collection of boxes you call a train. Oh, okay! These are demands! <laughs> <laughs> What's an observation car? Yeah, I'm... Um, the, let's, let's see. The meager windows on the side of the train uh, were simply not big enough. I imagine an observation car where both the walls and rounded domed ceiling... Are, the wall, Oh, that's what it is. The typo. Where both the walls are rounded, domed ceiling are all one large window so we can see the pleasures of the scenery. I'm, the, I'm, the Deathlands? They want they want a beautiful view of the scenic Deathlands. How will they, they even see anything? It's, it's not like it's lit. Like we don't have lanterns or anything like that out there. It's I mean, there's like the blue from the train's electro fields. But even if they do see anything, all it is is all it's gonna be is like a ghost doing a murder. Maybe they're like a maybe they're like some, some real sickos, like a like a goth, you know? Maybe. They're like they're like, Ooh, I wanna see a petrified tree. <laughs> I want to oh. see a, I want to see the corpse of an ancient giant. I want to see a lion bull fly off of my rounded train car. Oh, like- they'd see us fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you know, maybe maybe not a <laughs> maybe maybe not a domed ceiling. <laughs> yeah, that would be really bad for us. <laughs> yeah, I, I we literally could not fight on it. <laughs> well, if it's glass then our boots won't stick to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna put a, a metal top. Metal top. That's decided. Okay. <laughs> Listen, this is why I, I hate passengers. They know nothing about trains. I am starting to get it. <laughs> yes. They, they, they got, they got nothing but things to ask, and uh, no, no, no sense of how to do it. All right. Uh, there's, th- there's three more paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> The trip to Severos was also sorely lacking, sorely in, in capitals again, in entertainment. At the very least, the pride of Duskwall should have a, a phonograph. Go and just play music for free, all right. <laughs> With the passengers, so that there is something pleasant to listen along during the trip, aside from the rickety sounds of the train rattling along the track. Do you, do they, I like the train sounds. Do people not like the train sounds? I like them. It's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, only, I don't have control over what sounds a train makes, but... Hold on a second. I, I, I like the train sounds. It like reminds you that you're moving. Yeah, it's like it's like how else are you gonna know if you're on a train? Then you're just being like a moving yeah. room. <laughs> did did they get the did they get the uh the luxury car or or the standard the economy class? I mean, considering the way that they're writing, I, it could go either way. This could be like a, a like a rich like a rich bastard who's like Oh, my my husband and I, you know, we paid you a lot. Or this could just be like a like a like a poor person with class rage, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, man, I've I've known I've, I've I've known like one person to be like that. What what was her name? Corinne? I think it was Corinne. <laughs> I feel like Kate? you're doing something here, and I don't like it. Oh, do you know you know a couple Corins in your life, uh, Pippin? <laughs> and no. I'll, I'll just have a a fourth sense about these sort of things. <laughs> there are five senses. 
Like, normally. I said what I said. Okay. <laughs> Listen, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna move on. Uh, but so far, the list of demands is observation car that we're gonna we're gonna fix the design a little bit, and and the phonograph, go to play music for free, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you could charge them. Yeah, coin operated phonograph. Or we could get a lounge singer. That is way more expensive. Are you kidding me? I just think it would be fun to have another person on the trade. Oh, just another person on the payroll. It'd be a Wait, funny. Hold, hold on a second. Could, could we do like a? Uh, could we do like tryouts and see if there's someone already on the train who could who could sing, and then we get them to do like double duty, and they're already paid, and that way we get the entertainment, and we don't need to come up with any more people. I did a singing job once. I'll have you know nobody on this train can carry a tune for free. Yeah, that's true. If you make me sing in addition to Hunting Ghosts, I, that will not go well. No, no, no. We're, we're, listen, we, we, we won't have to deal with that. Because you you three are off the... You're not allowed. Because we need you to, to get up there. Up top. Thank the Emperor. Yeah. One time, though, I did hear, I did hear one of the railmen singing, singing some classics uh, in, in the company showers. We have showers? Where? Where? <laughs> At the train stations. Oh, the yeah. The shower's okay. available to okay, you. Okay, yeah. You're all lucky. Taking no, showers, I've been Andrew? taking showers. I thought you meant like on the train. A young lady like you needs to be clean. I've been taking showers. Okay. You're, just, you're kind of a, you were a bit of a filthy urchin when we found you. So yeah, I because I lived in an orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, right. do they not have showers in the orphanage? I do. You, do you want to go in the big shower room where everyone just shower? It's it. They're not nice. All I'm saying is you're locked out because I've been told that me singing voice could bring a man to tears. <laughs> All right, last bit of demands here. The pride of Duskwall should also have an eel tank and a rat pen in the dining car. I demand to see the eels and rats used to the food so that I may. <laughs> Pick and choose whichever one looks the best to be prepared for my family. Oh, oh no, this, oh, we're in trouble here. Okay, we cannot have a rat tank. Oh, I mean, it's not just that. I, I, we, uh, they're saying here, this would guarantee that the food is fresh, fresh in all caps, too. We don't, I, I can't afford fresh food, are you kidding me? All this <laughs> stuff comes out of a can. <laughs> okay, so we're not doing that one. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like you know there are a lot of reasons we absolutely should not have a rat tank. Um, but look, but look, no, we've already put the thoughts in their heads. As far as I know, the chef might be choosing the most measly, sickly-looking, weak old leftovers. Oh, this has got to be a way I can think about this. All right, so I, I got I got an idea. It's it's an old trick I learned uh, out on the street. Yeah, yeah. You get a tank, and you put... It's, it's got two sections, and there's a mirror behind it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, you have, like, the live stuff that people can see, and then when someone chooses something, you take it and put it into the other one, and then you just give them the same old shit as usual. And then oh, you can just yeah, keep doing yeah. that over and over. Pip, Pip, we cannot have a rat tag. No, Pip, Pip, no, this is this is great. Listen, here, here, Pip and McKeel. Okay, okay. Uh, she she opens up a, a closet uh, somewhere. Okay, okay. Here's a here's a here's an eel catching net. Here's some tackle. Here's some bait. Uh, here's a glove. Uh, the eel bite glove. Eels can't bite through it. Uh, so when you're grappling, grappling with them, you're good. Uh, 
Here's some here's uh, some eel bait, some eel pheromones. I cannot um, believe you had all of this on hand. Why do you have eel pheromones? I li- listen, <laughs> listen. You never uh, know when it comes in handy. My uh, ex husband used to used to love to go eel fishing. You have an ex husband? Yes. How long ago did you get divorced? Why do you still have oh, his eel I didn't, pheromones? I didn't. He I, 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 he he passed away. Is Candace love you to Negra? What about your ex-wife? She, I did divorce. I'm just kidding. I have not had a wife. I didn't get remarried. When you've lived a lot of life like me, Angela, you've got a lot of loves in your life. And not, more than one of them died. But All ex- I asked about was the eel pheromone. Well, the ex-husband died uh, in an eel accident. He loved to go eel fishing. And you kept the pheromones? I mean, they don't go bad. Maybe they do. Kind of. It kind of smells like it. Well, rather, it smells like how we often smelled, and unfortunately, uh, I have some positive associations with it. Eels do too, which is why they ate him. Holy shit. Pippin, you'll be fine, though, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll call this. As for you, Angel, I've got a very important job for you. I'm not catching any rats. Oh, too late. No, I'm not you doing it. You are going to catch some rats. You... I'm well, not doing only it. Only you can climb into the little... I'm not doing it. You can... Young lady. I'm not. <laughs> Young lady. You can't make me. <laughs> we should not have a rat tank. Well, I cannot explain to you why, but we cannot do... Candace, you remember how you were gonna, like, trust us on things? We cannot have a rat tank. No, it's fine. It... No, it's not. We know yeah. that it would not be. <laughs> Pip, right. Pip, you know I for will, a fact... Will, hold on, hold on, hold on. I will listen to you on one condition. It'd be too expensive to have a live singer. So can you can you help me get some records? Yes, I can help you get some records. Okay. Make sure to get the uh... I am not taking requests, Pippin McKeel. No, not even the musical stylings of Sebastian Black. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Not creating more work for me. <laughs> oh, no, he, he seems right. to be kind of seems to be kind of everywhere throughout the setting. I think it would be better to not have Andrew interact with Sebastian Black. Who knows if uh, who knows if his lady is around? This sounds like a very interesting, fun little encounter you guys had, but I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> All right, let's see the end of this. Okay. Please, in all caps, renovate the Pride of Duskwall at once, or my family and I will never ride on it again. Ooh, I'm fucking scared. <laughs> no, but the, uh, this is unfortunately probably what other passengers think. Write to me as soon as you fix these terrible issues with your train, and maybe then I will think about riding again and use my considerable social standing to convince others to ride as well. Regards, Nathaniel Orchard Strathmill. Oh, okay, okay. Is that someone? That's Nas? Okay, so, 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 get this, get this. Now, I I don't like to gossip. You didn't hear this from me. The Orchard family, not much, has been. <laughs> but the Strathmills that he married into, they got a little bit of pull. So I think this guy's sort of uh, flexing his hubby. Okay. That's what we got here. Okay, so he probably has some issues. Yeah, he's, he's that's, yeah, yeah. Seems like he's got a bit of a what's what's the word uh, in- insecurity about the whole deal. But but you know, I'm sure his husband is is fine. I don't know how much of this is being impotent. Mm-hmm. Regardless, 
if you get a suggestion, you probably have other customers thinking about this sort of stuff. It's so, too. It's, it's probably also like a package deal, just between the both of them. Like, uh, I don't think, I don't think it's just one of their thoughts individually. That's not how relationships really work. It's just, it's all about communication, you know. Yes, and if the Strathmills think that our train could be better, then I care. I don't care about this uh, Nicholas Orchard or whatever, whatever his name was before he was married. It's Nathaniel. I'm just kidding. I, I was razzing him. So. Observation car, that's going to take a while. We're going to take a while for that one, I guess. Uh, phonograph, we got Andrew hunting us down some records. Let's see. Eels, Pippin McKeel, you're going you're gonna to go catch those eels. What should I do? You can, um, we're not doing the rat pen. Find out which one of those rail men was singing in the showers, because one of them had the voice like an angel. But the, <laughs> other, the other four to six were horrible. <laughs> Got you, got you. I recently saw this play. Um, I think it was called um, Pitch Pitch Purr or something. Uh, forget it. Uh, they had this whole audition scene. I think I can figure something out. I got you. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this a purposeful Glee reference, or are you just, or is yeah, it just... it's, a, it's a purposeful Glee reference. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it's gonna it's gonna stay in the suggestion now that the episode's god over. Fucking damn it. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> now get off my train. <laughs> train of Nusqual is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, a podcast with the Faustian Nonsense Network, where we played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. All of our music by Sebastian Black. Our cover art is by Yoshiko Agresta. Your line balls for this trip were... Andrew Anderson, badge name Dunville, played by me, Hannah Levin. Adric, aka Drinks, badge name Colburn, played by me, Stefan Lewis. Pippin Pip McKeel, badge name McKeel, played by me, Guys Webel. And I have been your conductor, Greg Karobus. For bonus contents, as well as behind the scenes, become a patron of the Faustian Nonsense Patreon. Your support will help our podcast, as well as the others on the network. And in lieu of monetary support, a review on your favorite podcatcher will help Ghosts on a Train maintain visibility. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train and I'll let Candace bring them to the line bowls thank you for riding with us and please consider traveling with us again next time so basically the two things I need you to record for are the moment when you snatch the egg the egg the soul the soul <laughs> I don't know why I mean I'm... what are souls but eggs what are souls but weird eggs <laughs> um so yeah some, some gasps uh Cries of disbelief, maybe even like a uh, uh, a scream, um, not of like terror, but just like. Ah! <laughs> Recording fully is so embarrassing, just as a concept. <laughs> I like the arm motion. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. There's like 30 solid seconds in between every one of these as I try and think of a new sound. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> do you have any more in you? Or do you think? Ah! <laughs> yeah, that's probably, probably it. Cool. Got some Hadrathi for you. So I'm going to need a Kaish 
said like an expletive. Like you're, you're really saying like fuck or like that bitch. Kaish! Kiara A. She betrays us. Uh, so you're like, you're shouting out like the baby betrays us. <laughs> Kiara A. No, maybe it's, that's too, that's too wayfish. Jacques baby. Like that's Okay, <laughs> that's not, that's ridiculous. That's too ridiculous to be helpful. And then finally, bring it home. Bring it home. We gotta scold this child. <laughs> Ata Kiara. Treacherous child. <laughs> Ata Kiara. You used to be Iana as shit, but now you're Kiara. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this is great B-roll. Oh, yeah. Especially with you off in the background. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Glad to be absurd. This program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours, 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 yours. yours. Faustian nonsense. Yours. Thanks yours. you for yours. your patronage. Yeah. Just like yours.